For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. We have on the hotline right now, and I'm very, very glad to have her on the, on the line because I've been following her story since it was first reported. Um, the very first coronavirus uh, case in Tampa, Hillsborough County, uh, she is on the line now. It is Kaylin Sheedy. Hey, Kaylin, how are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you feeling, first of all? I'm feeling great. Um, I tested negative last week twice. And um, recovery has been fine. I feel 100% back to normal. Now, you, in order to like be released, you have to test positive or negative twice, right? Um, in my in my case, because I was such a um, unique case of Florida, one of the first, um, I was tested positive, and then I also went through two negative tests to confirm that I was negative. Um, I'm not sure if they're still following that negative testing protocol. Um, I think with the high number of testings that they're dealing with now, it's just a positive and then you run your 14 day quarantine and then, um, you know, you're pretty much off the hook. Gotcha. Now you were on uh, what, two weeks in Europe, right? You'd Spain, Italy. Um, and this was middle of February or late February? Middle of February, the second week of February and, um, got home on the 25th. Right. Now, did you know that there was uh, the coronavirus was kind of hitting that area a little bit when you went over there, but it wasn't that big a deal? And how were they acting over there? Were they were they taking precautions while you were over there? Um, I had my reservations um, before I went overseas. Um, and, you know, I spoke to my family, my friends, and there wasn't a whole lot of talk about it in Europe yet. The U.S. wasn't really affected at all. Um, and containment in China seemed possible. So I was like, you know what? let's, you know, let's take the trip. Um, there was a big group of us and um, took all the precautions necessary, wore a face mask, you know, when I was traveling, Lysol wipes, did as much as I could. Um, and then the day I left Italy, we all flew to, to France. Um, there was an outbreak the next day on Saturday of Ooh. like 200 and something people. And I remember all of us sitting down at breakfast one day and we were just like, dang, we missed that. And then it wasn't until my flight home um, coming home from Paris that I was like, I do not feel well at all. And that was about three days after we'd gotten there. And so I think that was kind of the incubation period. I think it really hit me on the flight home. Mm-hmm. Um, I landed at JFK and I called the CDC and was like, listen, something's not right. Now, how did they respond there? Now, you, you called the CDC. You did what you were supposed to do. The most that you can do was inform somebody, hey, I was just in uh, an area that, that, that was hit with the outbreak. I don't feel good. I'm having mm-hmm. the symptoms. What was their response to mm-hmm. that? You know, they, they actually they cleared me to fly back to Tampa. And, you know, looking back on it now, I wish I had stayed, you know, in JFK or, or you know, in New York. I right. wish I had done my you know, quarantine there just to protect everyone that I was around. But um, they said that I didn't fall within, you know, the parameters because I was so close to the, the outbreak day and I had spent some time in France. I was coming home from France. So, like, no one on our flight was checked or thermometer checked. No one, you know, France wasn't really on the map yet. It was right. Italy. And um, because I was there the week before, they were like, you're fine. And so it was, you know, I think the CDC wasn't um, 
they didn't they didn't know you know they didn't know that i don't know if you can really prepare for something like this mm-hmm. um in its magnitude the snowball effect it happened so fast um but you know i condemn you know the florida health department for doing everything they possibly could to make sure i got tested quickly yeah now you said the symptoms hit you on the plane now what was the first symptom you got like was it just uh, sniffles was it a fever 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 right away yep, okay fever. And then, yep. and then how, how, um, how bad was it? Was it like the worst flu you've ever had and how long did it last? Um, the, you know, I had a bad fever. I had some muscle aches the day before my fever. I felt under the weather, but it was nothing alarming. Um, when I got to, you know, got through my plane ride and, and got into the hotel and was kind of resting that night, I woke up in the middle of the night and that's when I was coughing up green mucus. So it went from, you know, little to no symptoms to, you know, viral, bacterial, respiratory infection symptoms in less than 24 hours. So I, um, you know, I had, like I said, a little bit of body aches, but once I started coughing up the green mucus and my cough was really deep, almost like a pneumonia bronchitis type cough, I, I knew it was way, it, it was more severe than the flu. And, you know, having had traveled in Italy, I was like, what are the chance, you know, what are the chances? It's, it's gotta be this. Now, when you got to Tampa, who, who did you call first to, to get tested? Did you call the health department? Did you just go to the doctor or the hospital? How did that go down? No, I actually, um, I called an urgent care and they, you know, they're like, please don't come in. You know, we're not, uh, you know, we're not sure what to do yet. Um, I called Tampa General at the time. Tampa General was like, you know, they hadn't had any briefings yet. It was just, everything was happening so fast that right. I kind of beat everyone to the punch, um, and, you know, Tampa General, they were great. Um, they, you know, they referred me to the Florida Health Department epidemiology line. And, um, you know, I ended up working with a bioscientist there and the doctor of the Florida Health Department. And, you know, I told them, listen, I'm a licensed healthcare professional. I'm, you know, a sports massage therapist. I work with athletes. I work with a lot of patients here in the Tampa Bay area. I have clients I've booked out on Friday. You know, if I need to cancel those, I need to get tested. And so they really pushed to get me tested as soon as possible. Wow, that's awesome. Well, well, Did you go to them or did they come to you or how did that go? I went to them. So I drove up to the, the private testing um, facility and um, basically went into this quarantined room. This was before they were doing the in-the-car testing. Right, right. Um, and, you know, they did a, a nasal swab, a uh, throat swab, and I did a saliva sample. They're not doing saliva samples now. Um, so it's very similar to a flu test if you've sure. ever had the flu before and, you know, you've gone through that process. Now, once you found out it was COVID-19, like, where, what was your state of mind like? Were you, were you scared? Were you, were you calm? Like, because, uh, I mean, it's still fairly new. Did they tell you what to expect? And how, how was that? I mean, it had to be scary. Honestly, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. But, you know, at, at the same time, I knew I was young and I'm healthy. You know, fitness is an important part of my life. Health is an important part of my life. Um, I know the body well. I work on the body. Um, so, you know, I, I was mentally prepared. I was like, let's get through this. This is another challenge in life. Let's, you know, make the best of it. Nice. Um, I tried to learn as much as I could about the virus. I talked to a lot of doctors and specialists. Um you know, just my connections through the sports world, what, you know, and just tried to educate myself as much as possible and do everything I possibly could to boost my immune system, um, detoxify my body, antiviral supplement. Um, and yeah, I, I beat it fairly quickly, 12 days. Right. Well, wait, how long did it take you to get results? Cause you said you got the swab yeah. and then was it pretty much immediately or like, did you have to go back home and wait and they call you 24 hours later or how long did that take? Yeah. So, so because, again, you know, I was such a uh, uh, new case, you know, I was right. one of the first cases. 
um, turnaround time turnaround time for the Florida Health Department was 24 hours. I think it might have been under that. Okay. Um, but they sent my lab out to the CDC in Atlanta as well, and that was about you know 48 hours. Yeah. So now I know I've heard some feedback and just talking with a lot of people, um, you know, in the Tampa Bay area, you know, Q and A's and stuff. Everyone's saying five to seven days. Some are saying one to three. So you know, there's been a mass spike in cases. So I could you know imagine that it's going to take a longer turnaround time. So just have to be patient. Yeah. Um, now you had people with you. Did anybody else that you that you traveled with? Did they end up with it, or did they have to be quarantined just to be safe? I mean, because how many people were you in contact with, and how did they control that? Because I, I yeah. think I think about your friends, and I also think about all the people on the flight from New York to here. Yep. Did they have to track all these yep. people down and, and and quarantine everybody? Yep. To my knowledge, the CDC has notified everybody on my plane. Um, whether that's an email, a phone call, anyone within six feet of me was directly contacted. Um, and to my knowledge, everyone's doing okay and everyone is fine. Um, as for the group that I was with, there was, I think, four of us that ended up getting it. Wow. Um, and they're from all over the U.S. Um, uh, and the CDC, yeah, the CDC acted quick. They um, they put us on no-fly list. Um, me and my travel companion, one of my, my best girlfriends, she... Um, we flew back together and, um, you know, one of our friends was out there and he, you know, he had continued on with part of his trip and, and they didn't let him fly home. So he had to do his quarantine over there and he's okay now. He's back in the States, clear, clear bill of health. Um, but yeah, they acted quick. So that was, that was good. Wow. Now, if, if, if you had to give like one really good piece of advice for anybody that, that, uh, that comes down with it, you know, since you've, you've made it through and obviously you're, you're a prime example of somebody that that's going to have a better time with it being an athlete and, and somebody that's into, you know, uh, fitness and, and, uh, the, the I'm just young overall. Yeah. Overall. Like I'm looking at right. your picture. You, you definitely take care of yourself. You do. I mean, that's why we have so much in common right. uh, anyway, but, uh, <laughs> That hurts when you laugh like that. Uh, <laughs> Owie, she's, she obviously saw my picture too. Will, uh, what what would you what would you say to somebody that that just contracted it uh, to help them get through it? What would be the best advice? Yeah, first of all, um, you know everyone's situation is going to be different, and everyone's um, you know everyone's going to be affected differently by this virus. So it's hard to say if you're young and healthy, you're going to be okay. There's obviously um, there's obviously um what's the word i'm looking for it affects um, everybody differently it, it depends on you know your yeah, makeup yeah yeah different cases right, right. but what but what i would say is you know just protect yourself um and the people around you and to have some compassion during this time you know if you're asymptomatic or you don't have that many symptoms or you feel okay you know isolation is so important quarantining right now is so important because you're um you know, you're so vulnerable and, and the people around you are vulnerable, especially those at high risk, elderly. Um, so it's definitely important for us as young individuals, healthy individuals, to think of others during this time and have compassion for those people. I was going to say that, too. As somebody uh, with a beach body, talking to somebody with a beach body, what would you say to those folks that we've been seeing? I don't know these, if I'm there yet. <laughs> uh, well, you it, you keep working at it, Kaylin. You'll get it. But uh, what would you say to all these spring breakers that are that are roaming around on the beach? I know you've seen the videos. You're a local. Um, and what does that what does that do to you when you see that? Does it does it does it enrage you like it does a lot of us? And what would you say to these uh, these 19, 20 year olds that are out here just 
you know, thousands of them on the beach. I mean, because you've been there. Like, what would you say to them? Yeah. You know, it's, you know, you can't, you can't control what other people are going to do. You can't force a bunch of people that are young kids that are on spring break that want to have fun. Um, but, you know, I would just hope that, you know, they would see this as a learning experience and, and take the time to, you know, take the you know, the safe precautions and, and do the right thing. Doesn't mean they will, right. or it doesn't mean they'll follow the, those directions. But, um, you know, I would hope that they would, you know, it doesn't hit home until it's your mom or your dad or your mm-hmm. grandmother or grandfather or someone close to you. And so, you know, a lot of people think they're invincible to this because they're young and it doesn't matter. But, um, you know, the repercussions of that are, are huge. And the gravity of this whole situation is, is heavier than I think a lot of people think. Uh, yeah, I, I, I really wanted to do this, but they're closing the beaches down. Thank God. But I was going to actually dress as an old lady and I was going to go out there with a megaphone and scream at everybody and then collapse <laughs> in the middle of the sand just to try to wake them up. Like those truth commercials do for the smokers. Yes. I, I don't do yes. something, but, uh, you know, you know what, what are you going to do? You know, I, I, <laughs> I, I always say you can't fix stupid, but, um, you know, I would hope that I would hope that they would. Um, you know, have some more compassion and some more understanding for other people's situations. Got you. Well, Kaylin, thank you so much uh, for the phone call. I'm so glad you're feeling better. Um, with, I mean, it was the thank most you. it was the most jarring news that we got uh, when it hit home for the first time, and it was you. And immediately, I wanted to know what you were going through right then. Of course, you know, like you said, it, it, you don't really care until it hits home. And when you got it, it hit home for us. So. Uh, thank you for telling right. your story and uh, and and your positive attitude and 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 you you're making everybody feel better. So uh, appreciate it and uh, don't go to Italy for a while, okay? I know. Yeah, I'm doing. Um, I've been doing a lot of Q and A's too on Instagram. So if you guys have any questions or yeah. if there's people out there that you know want to talk to someone that's going through it or that's been through it, um, I've been trying to give my most honest, raw advice um, and my, from my experience. Um, and you can find me on. Instagram at Kaylin Sheedy, K-A-E-L-Y-N-S-H-E-E-Y. Oh, sweet. Slapping you a follow right now. Follow me back. All right, Kaylin. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank Appreciate you for your it. time. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. Have a great weekend. Yes, and uh, Thank you, guys. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. You Stay safe. Yep, I will. Thanks. Take care. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.